NaNoWriMo National Novel Writing Month 2019 is upon us. Are you participating this year? How are things going for you so far? Are you accomplishing your goals each night? What tools are you using to help you stay on target? We'll discuss this and so much more today. Welcome to A Writer's Day Podcast. Hello, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Ruth Douthit, and I'm a published author of books for middle grade readers. I've done the traditional route with a small house publisher years ago, got the rights back to my books, and I'm now a self-published author. But I am working on my first women's contemporary fiction book that I'm hoping to send out to agents and maybe land a contract with a traditional publisher again. I am also the current president of Christian Writers of the West, the Arizona chapter of American Christian Fiction Writers, ACFW. If you haven't joined ACFW and you're serious about writing, you really need to be a part of this excellent organization for writers. Check out their website and you'll find resources, helpful blog posts, and even information about their annual conference. There's plenty of contests to enter and tips for your writing. ACFW, a most helpful organization for all writers. I rarely plug other podcasters, but I'm super excited to announce that I will be hosting author K.M. Wyland on my podcast very soon. If you haven't visited her podcast, I highly recommend it. She talks about helping writers become published authors. Not only is she an author of several fiction books, but she's very well known for her nonfiction books about how to help you be a better writer. She has books about outlining your novel, structuring your novel, creating character arcs, and plot arcs. I'm currently reading her Five Secrets of Story Structure. K.M. Wyland, you'll find her on Amazon. I suggest you follow her. She has excellent tools and resources in addition to wonderful books. Check her out today. Now, on with the show. Nano Rimo. It's definitely not a sprint, but a marathon. I often liken the writing journey to running and training for a marathon. Now, I'm a runner, so I know what I'm talking about. Training for a marathon requires goals and objectives, tools and resources to help you accomplish that final goal of crossing the finish line. Well, participating in NaNoWriMo is no different. Goals. Have you set any for NaNoWriMo? Most writers participating in this event tend to set goals for each night. I like to write possibly 2,000 words a night, and that should help me get to my goal of winning, quote-unquote, the contest by November 30th. In running, it's the same thing. You have to set goals. If your goal is to finish a marathon, well, you have to set smaller goals or objectives to help you meet your bigger goals. What about you with NaNoWriMo? Setting objectives. What are they? Well, they're smaller, measurable tasks that will help you accomplish your overall goal of winning NaNoWriMo on November 30th. These objectives can be something like 
finishing three or four scenes each night, or maybe finishing a chapter each night. I don't know about you, but I like to write three scenes a chapter, if possible. So for me, writing three scenes is an objective for each night of accomplishing my goal of writing 2,000 words a night. See how it works? Objectives must be measurable. You can look at them at the end of the day and see if you completed them. The nanorimo.org website will help you do this. On your profile, you can check your stats, your nightly stats. It'll show you what you need to write each night to accomplish your goal of winning on November 30th, and it'll help you track where you actually are. So for me, I'm about 3,000 words behind what NaNoWriMo says I need to be writing each night in order to accomplish my goal of winning on November 30th. Do I stress about that? No, I just might have to rearrange my objectives. Tools and resources. Tools and resources are like a runner's running gear. You have your Garmin or your running GPS system on your phone to help you track your mileage. You have shoes, of course, maybe insoles inside your shoes to help support your feet. You'll have a running belt that contains your water bottles. And of course, your earbuds to help you listen to your favorite podcasts like a Writer's Day podcast. Ha <laughs> ha. It's the same with writing. You have to have tools and resources that will help you meet your goals and objectives each day. This year, I'm using Trello. Trello is a free organization app that you can download to your desktop and your phone. Trello is a great way to keep track of your scenes and your chapters. Each topic list can be a chapter in your book, and then each card under each list can be your scenes. I have a separate topic list for all of my characters, their names and a little bit of their character traits to help me stay on track. I also have a list that helps me work out the story equation this consists of the inciting incident, the character's darkest moment story, the character's blackest moment in the story, the crisis point, the climax, and any other plot details I need to have. This is important because sometimes you get into writing, especially for Nano, and you're writing really super fast and you might run out of ideas. And then you think, oh yeah, I already had it outlined. So you go back and you check what your darkest moment is and how that connects to the current crisis point that your character might be going through. One thing's for certain, organizing your story for NaNoWriMo really does help. Now I know some of you out there are pantsers or you write by the seat of your pants and that's fine too. You might just be taking off and writing as many words as you can, as many scenes as you can each night. And I get that, I do. Sometimes it's fun just to put on my running shoes and head out the door without my Garmin or without my GPS and not care about my mileage and just enjoy running for what it is. Fun. Number two topic I want to discuss today is burnout. I recently listened to Amanda Ludicky over at McGregor Ludicky Literary Agency and she has a podcast called Gatecrashers. In a couple of episodes, they discuss burnout. It's a very insightful podcast with a lot of helpful information. They discuss burnout and what it is for writers. Well, there's burnout for runners too, and I kind of wanted to show you the correlation. Literary agent Amanda Ludicky 
stresses the importance of having a platform of followers. She says it's very difficult for her to sell a book's idea to a publisher if the writer does not have a platform of maybe 100,000 followers. Now that sounds like an insane number to me, but it's a reality. Publishers are looking for writers who have established platforms. But at the same time, Amanda said that it's okay for writers to walk away from writing for a while if you feel burned out. Well, what if walking away for five, six months causes you to lose followers? What then? That can cause more stress when you understand that publishers are looking for writers with platforms of about 100,000 followers. So does that mean you can't walk away from writing and that you have to keep going and putting out a product every few months? You see the juxtaposition there? It can be very stressful. We're told, yeah, you can walk away from writing for a while and from social media and from marketing if you need to, but you have to have 100,000 followers, just so you know. You can see how the writing business, the publishing business, can be extremely stressful. So how do you handle burnout? Easy. Self-care. It's the same with running. You can't be eating a bunch of junk food, staying up late, late at night, not drinking enough water or stretching, and expect to be able to finish a marathon without injury. You can't write a word in your story if you're sick. You have to take care of yourself first. Be sure to drink plenty of water every day. Your body is made up of 80% water. Make sure to breathe. Sometimes when we get stressed, we hold our breath. And that can cause even more stress on our bodies. So take deep, relaxing breaths to calm yourself throughout the day. And stretch. Yes, stretching is important for runners, but it's also important for writers because you're seated in a chair all day long. So make sure you take a break to stretch your back, stretch your shoulders, your neck, and breathe to relax. I recommend chair yoga. It's very popular right now, and you can find videos on YouTube to show you how to do it. For me, I exercise. That helps me relieve stress. And not just running. I ride my bike or just walk my dog and do stretches throughout the day. Also strength training, too, to help my posture. Exercise is an excellent way to relieve stress. You might say, but Ruth, I walk all day for my job. Well, that's work, not exercise. Work causes stress. Exercise relieves stress. See the difference? So yes, even though you might be walking all day at work, it's still work. And your body needs a time to just walk away from all that stress and relieve all that stress When you exercise, you're sweating. You're getting rid of toxins in your body and that will help you stay healthy. Think of it that way. You might say, oh, but I hate running. Well, you don't have to run. That's just one of many forms of aerobic exercise. Try and find an exercise that you love that helps you feel better when you're finished. When you start to see results in the mirrors, when you start to feel your clothes feeling a little looser, Trust me, that's all the motivation you need to keep going. Eat healthy. We writers have a tendency to sit down to finish a deadline and eat junk food because it's quick, it's easy, and it's there. Well, that can cause us to have a buildup of toxins in our body. Too much salt, too much sugar can weaken our immune system too. So remember, eat healthy during this difficult month of writing. Make sure you're getting plenty of vegetables, protein, 
in addition to carbohydrates. Another way to maintain self-care is to reflect. I don't know if you journal, but if you don't, you might want to start. Or even if you don't want to journal, just sit still for a while and reflect. Reflect on the day, on the month, on the year. Take inventory of your priorities. What's taking priority in your life? Work? Your writing? Well, maybe rearrange your priorities and put family first for a while or yourself. You might be doing everything for your family and ignoring yourself. That's not good. So make sure that you communicate with your loved ones. You might say for this month of NaNoWriMo, I'm going to be a little stressed because I'm trying to finish this book, but I'm also trying to spend time with you. Communication works wonders. It's when we think that people can read our minds that we fail. So be sure to communicate. Take inventory of your priorities and reflect on all the accomplishments you've done for the day, the week, the month, even the year. Be sure to socialize. It's so easy for us writers to become unsocial and go days without even speaking to anyone. But do your best to get on social media and talk with a few friends. Not to market your books, but just to find out what's going on in other people's lives. How you can pray for them. And let them know what's going on in your life too. Or just pick up the phone and call someone. Make a date to just meet at the park, go for a walk. Or just meet at a coffee house for a cup of coffee. But do your best to socialize. doesn't always have to be about writing, if that's going to cause you stress. Walk away from the computer for a couple hours and just talk to some friends about what's going on in their lives. And the number one way to maintain self-care, in my opinion, is do not compare your writing journey with that of other writers. Comparison is definitely the thief of joy. So many friends are on social media posting that their book got published, new books coming out, they just signed a book contract, and it can start to wear and tear on your psyche. You might think, oh, that's never going to happen for me. Why do I even bother? Well, keep going because every writer has a story to tell you about how their writing journey came about. That's why I love interviewing authors here on my podcast. Not to make you compare your writing journey with theirs, no, but to be encouraged by writers who struggled with the business and yet overcame many obstacles to become published authors or successful self-published authors. In all these stories, you'll find a little bit of yourself. So remember, the number one thing to maintain self-care Don't compare your writing journey with that of others. It's unique to you. Embrace it. Enjoy it. I'm telling myself this as I speak to you. And also, write what you love. NaNoWriMo is great for tackling a project that maybe you've been putting off all year because you've been meeting deadlines for other projects that people expect of you. And maybe you have that one book, that one story you want to tell. NaNoWriMo gives you one whole month to devote to a story that you love. Write what makes you feel good. I've been writing a rather heavy women's fiction story all year. And for NaNoWriMo, I'm going back to my roots and writing a book about dragons. Writing fantasy adventure comes easy for me. It's a good way to escape the realities of what I'm going through right now. A lot of family drama or stress at work can bring you down. 
So write what you love. If you've been working on a heavy memoir or women's fiction with a heavy topic, maybe take a break and write that murder mystery you've always wanted to write or that children's book that you have deep inside of you. It's the same with running. When you start training for a marathon, you start to worry about mileage. I have to run 10 miles this weekend or 13 miles this weekend to keep up with my training schedule. And now running becomes stress. So during the week, I just go out and run however long I want to, especially after work in one of my most favorite neighborhoods by a beautiful park. And I listen to my favorite podcast or music. And I don't even care how far I'm running or what my time is. I just take off and go and listen to my feet hitting the pavement, the rhythm of my breathing. Sometimes I turn off my music and just listen to the wind. It's a great way to maintain that self-care, that mental health and wellness. So leave the garment at home and just run. Don't think about the word count for today and just write. Write what you love. That's the best way to avoid the burnout that Amanda Ludicky was warning about on her Gatecrashers podcast. The final topic I want to talk about today is just keep going. As a runner, I was talking with Carol Moncado on my podcast a few weeks ago, and I told her sometimes as a runner, we see walking as a failure, and we just want to keep running so that we don't look like a failure. It's a mental issue. Well, one time I was participating in an ultra marathon race and there were world record holder runners passing me. And these guys are like machines. And I never saw them walking. And so that made me feel like I can't walk. And so when I did have to start walking, I felt like a failure. And that's ridiculous. Why do we do that to ourselves? Well, one time, one of the world record holders for the most 100 mile races in the United States passed me, said, good job. And then he started walking. I couldn't believe it. I thought, well, if this world record holder stops to walk, then I can too. And I did, and I didn't feel so guilty. It's self-guilt that I put on myself. Nobody else does it. And by walking a few miles, I was able to run even longer. And so with writing, walking is okay. Sometimes you might just get 500 words written a day, or maybe have to skip a couple of days because of things that are going on in your life. And that's okay. Just don't give up. Get back into the story. Stay focused. What helps me when I run is to visualize the finish line. I visualize myself coming upon the finish line and listening to the cheering crowds. They cheer for everybody, not just the winners. And I visualize the medal going around my neck, the hot shower afterwards, the nap that follows on the soft bed, and of course, all the food I get to eat after finishing a marathon. It's a great way to get me going during the miles that are so painful, I just want to quit. It's the same with writing your story. Visualize the end product. Winning NaNoWriMo, querying literary agents, signing with an agent, selling your book to a publisher, and signing that contract. Visualize it to the end. And if maybe you're wanting to self-publish, well, visualize getting your work edited and then revising it, getting it formatted to self-publish on Kindle Publishing, 
hitting that final save button and it's done, getting the cover loaded, and wow, a few weeks later, you're holding your book in your hand and telling people about it on social media. There's no greater feeling than seeing your book up on Amazon.com and telling people, hey, you can find my book over at Amazon. It's a wonderful feeling of accomplishment. So stay focused, visualize that finish line, and cheer for yourself. You will make it. But what if you don't? Winning Nano isn't everything. I don't run marathons to win them. There's no way I could ever win a marathon. I participate in the race to finish. It's a wonderful feeling to cross that finish line and think, wow, I just ran 26 miles. Well, winning Nano isn't everything. If you don't win it, that's okay. Just keep writing and finish your story. Nano isn't necessarily about winning, but about motivating you to do something right every day. It's a great feeling to look back and think, wow, I just wrote every single day for a month, or I just wrote 50,000 words, or even, you know what, I just started a book project that I had put on hold for many months throughout the year, and I'm back into it. When I coached track, I noticed that some of my runners had a tendency to look back at the runner behind them or try and figure out where their competition was. And I used to tell them, don't ever look back. Trust me, they're back there. If nobody's in front of you, well, that means you're in first place. So you don't need to look back. Just keep going forward. It's the same with writing. Yeah, sometimes you want to look back and start to revise your work that you wrote a few days ago, but don't. Just keep going forward. You'll be working with an editor soon enough. You don't need to go back and start editing your work now. So when you open up your document every day to do Nano, don't reread what you wrote. Just keep going. It's the same with running. Looking forward is everything. That's the best way to keep from falling down and embarrassing yourself. You keep your head up. Sometimes we have a tendency when we run to just look straight down. No, don't do that. Number one, it's bad for your neck and shoulders. And number two, you're missing out on the scenery. Run with your head up, your body slightly leaning forward. Watch your steps to keep from falling down. And don't worry about where you've been. You can look back after you're done. That's what I do. One thing I've learned over the years, I've registered for races that are more fun and scenic. Because running out there all by yourself can get kind of lonely. It can get kind of boring. But when you are running around Lake Powell and you look up and you see the incredible scenery or you're running through San Diego or you're running through Rome like I had the chance to do back in 2018, let me tell you, I wasn't thinking about the pain. I was looking around at the beautiful scenery, the architecture, the history as I ran by each landmark. And I'll never forget stopping at mile 11 in the Rome Marathon at St. Peter's Basilica and seeing the Pope giving his sermon that Sunday. That's one of those life-changing moments. With your writing, don't just become myopic and focus on your story. Read a book. That'll help you get even more ideas. Watch a great movie. That'll help spur your imagination. Take a walk and listen to conversations of people around you to help you with your dialogue. Take a look at the scenery around you and start learning how to describe it using new words, new adjectives that maybe you haven't used before. And really stop and look at a sunset. It's beautiful and it's there for you. 
Just like with running, it's important that we look forward in our writing journey, never looking back and focusing on what we have done, but keep going forward thinking about what you're going to do. And don't worry about where you've been. You can look back on your work when it's all done, and you will with your editor, trust me. So think about going forward. Yeah, there will be times on this journey you're going to want to give up. It's called the wall, and every runner who's run marathons has hit that wall. But the best part is to just keep going one step at a time, and you work through it, and you'll get that burst of energy at the end, and you run across the finish line. Winning Nano feels great, and I hope that you're able to accomplish it. But if not, you know what? Look back at what you did. You wrote a book. Not everybody can say that. You wrote something every day. Not everybody can do that. So pat yourself on the back and reward yourself with something fun. Whether it's a trip with your family, a Christmas present, a little early, a concert that you've been wanting to go to, buy yourself a book that you've been wanting to read, new pair of shoes, whatever. But reward yourself for what you did. You deserve it. Well, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. I hope that you've been encouraged. Running a marathon is not easy. It requires setting goals for yourself, taking care of yourself by eating properly and stretching. It requires discipline and, of course, endurance. But it can be done, just like winning NaNoWriMo can be done. Yes, you can write a book in one month. So I wish you the best of luck this year at NaNoWriMo 2019. Here's to winning. Here's to being the writer you've always wanted to be. So until next time, remember, keep going forward on your writing journey. And God bless.